Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com slash careers. That's opcpest.com slash careers. Keep playing. Keep working. Keep going. And keep moving with the exceptional orthopedic care at Baptist Health. With an experienced team and a full line of advanced services and procedures, it's no wonder most people choose Baptist to help them keep on keeping on. Visit baptisthealth.com slash ortho to find a Baptist Health provider. Welcome back. Welcome back. Today's Mark Smaven. Steve Rummage here. Chase in the booth. Spinning the uh, Christmas tunes uh, today. I've got my uh, Mickey Mouse Christmas sweater. I like it. On, so I'm uh, I'm excited about that. And today, uh, we're about to get to the phone lines. Uh, about to talk about some things uh, to like, some things not to like. Um, but... I want to remind every day today about Baranos because we appreciate George and the Baranos team. And I know they are moving to a new space uh, that he was very excited about. Now that he's announced that, I was over there a couple weeks ago. Um, We were going to, I can't remember even what I was going to. Oh, it was AEW. I was was over there with my buddy Jeremy. We were uh, going to AEW that night, and George was just so excited uh about the new space and one of the things he was the most excited about i don't think he'll mind telling me saying this but he was very excited that the new space they're moving into is very handicap accessible the one they're in now as awesome as the location is there's only so many ways you know so uh but now they'll be in a new space uh where everybody will be able to come in and uh, i know george was meant a lot to george for that to be the case and uh, he's really excited about that. So shout out to Baranos uh, and those guys. And I can't wait to get me some a uh, couple slices of pepperoni pizza. Yeah, here in just a bit. See, I like the meat lovers, but oh, I like the yeah. meat lovers oh, too. It's, it's oh, I'm, I'm a big fan. Listen, fantastic. My favorite pizza is the sausage pizza. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I, yeah, I totally agree. Cause I love, we're on the same page. Uh, we've had people that have waited for a long time during the break, so I want to uh, reward that and get right to them. Um, who are we going with first, Chase? Honestly, Joshua. Yeah, we'll go, with Joshua. We'll, we'll go with Joshua. Then we'll get to you, John. Joshua, welcome in, man. What's up? Hello. Good morning. Um, Merry Christmas to all you all. Same. Same. So, um, last night really bothered me listening to Kenny Payne in the press conference after the game. Um, I just don't like how he views our program. Um, he said the top schools get the top transfer talent. Well, we are a top basketball school. In the football, we top the transfer portal rankings two years in a row and we're not a so-called football blue blood i just don't like the way he views our program that's all i gotta say guys merry christmas i appreciate it man 
Uh, yeah, we're, we're going to get into that. Uh, we're going to get into some of that because the press conference was uh, maddening, to, an, to say the least. Uh, let's get John in. John's waited for a long time, too. John, welcome in, man. What's up? Yeah, uh, we're supposed to be a top 10 program, right? Yes. Wouldn't you say so? Uh, top right, eight, top seven. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Totally and agree. We, and we go and we hire a guy with zero head coaching experience ever. The guy wins four games in the first year. And then the second year, we lose to one and seven to Paul. We lose to Arkansas State. And I heard you say that you saw improvements. Me? And then somebody asked you, they said, well, what are the improvements? And you said, well, I see improvements with the substitution pattern. I mean, Wait a minute. are you kidding me? I, I said that? Oh, was that? Was that you or was that somebody else in there? I don't know. It was one of y'all. But uh, I was like, that, I, that was I, I, mean, I, I don't Marcus know that said I don't that, know that I said that. Yeah, who was it? <laughs> Marcus, I can't said remember it. who it was. It was one of y'all, but uh, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Are, you, are we improving blowing the whistle in the practices or what, dude? I saw a guy. I saw a ninety-seven-year-old man break his leg celebrating because we beat Bellarmine by three. Bellarmine, we're supposed to beat Bellarmine, ain't we? I would Why think so. Why we celebrate when we beat Bellarmine? Well. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, I, I appreciate the call, man. Uh, yeah, well, first off, I, I didn't say that, so you might want to yeah, Marcus said might it, check, the, it, check the facts there. But, like, yeah, but even that, I mean, like, first off, Bellarmine's not the one I would point at because, yes, I always celebrate when we beat Bellarmine because Scotty Davenport's health coach. Now, some of the other wins, there are a lot of other things, yes, I would point at, but, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, Marcus said that, but he wasn't saying, like, the game was a step forward. <laughs> oh, no, no. yeah, yeah, there's yeah. Some things that we improved on, yeah, yeah, and then there's other things that we absolutely took a step back on. Yeah, sure, that, sure, that's a little bit out of context. Yeah, yeah, that that, and like I said, wrong from the beginning because what I said. Uh, Jesse, welcome in, man. What's going on? Hey, brothers. What's uh, up, man? I, I was listening to the uh, last call, not the last call, the one before that. Yeah, and uh, you know. He, he, he made some good points, man. We first of all, Coach Coach Payne was not my choice to be the coach. Sure, but but and I said it again when he was chosen as the coach of Louisville. When they, you know, I, I'm behind him, you know, period, mm-hmm. and open to giving them time to to get things. Now get it straight. Now Mark, uh, somebody said that they saw improvement. I have too. And you'd be blind if you think if you if you think there has not been improvement. Look, if you look at uh, Brandon uh, Huntfield, Huntley Hatfield, yeah, 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 absolutely, Huntley Hatfield. Even Sky Clark, who I wasn't, I wasn't keen on him. He showed up last night and really showed who he is. I mean, he 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 was a superstar for for us last night. And uh, I, I I didn't see I saw very little that he did wrong. Of course, every guard when you got the ball a lot, you're gonna make mistakes. I don't know, man. I think that our biggest problem last night was we didn't have the horses in the middle. Like, Hunt Brandon was doing his thing. And, in fact, I think this should have fed him a lot more. He was almost unstoppable. He really was. And against all their big men, Brandon, uh, Brandon showed up real hard. So I think that we are like, and I don't know what uh, what uh, JJ would have done or what what, uh, what um, our, our our center would have done mm-hmm. to to Damn. help the situation last night. 
But, man, we had nothing in the middle outside of Brandon. And I noticed that when the ball went up, uh, we they had four players on the rim, and we only had one. It was Brandon. Mm. And and so that that comes down to a height situation. It comes down to your middle. And if it had not been for Kentucky hitting a bunch of threes, I mean, we lost about, what, 19? 19. They, they, get, they got way up there. But I, I think that game would have been much closer, even if we had a rim protector. I think Louisville would have had a hell of a chance to, to upset Kentucky last night. I really do. To me, what, what we saw in the beginning was a lot of energy, like what they had. But you get discouraged when you all over a guy and he hits threes. They just have some hellfire shooters, man. Let's call it what it is. And I know that that makes me mad because I can't stand them boys up the street. I can't stand them. Sure. So I'm, you, I'm, so, I'm certainly not sticking up for them. No, but no, man, let's no, call no. it what. It, hey, hey, Mark, let's call it what it is, man. Them boys hit threes, man, unbelievable last night. Well, better than they shoot. Better than they shoot normally, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Oh, oh no. Listen, listen, Jesse. I, I, I appreciate the call, Jesse. And he, here's the thing. This is what I'll say about it. And, and I guess this is what. When I said at the beginning of the show, I said, and, and I'll, I'll get back to the phone lines in just a minute. Just let me, get, let me get a little bit of this out for a second. When I said at the beginning of the show, my anger last night and this morning, my, what, what did Marcus call it, emotional breakdown, yeah. didn't really even come from the game. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I, I will say it felt like Kentucky was in control quite a bit during that. So I don't know, you know, here or there. But I will say this, Kentucky's got a hell of a team. They've got good shooters, okay? Mm-hmm. They've got a good squad. I'm not knocking that. But when the game's over and I get to the press conference, that's where I need you as the coach to instill some belief in me that what I just watched won't happen again. Jeff Brown lost that game to Kentucky, and they were better than Kentucky. Should have won that game. Jeff Brom went to the press conference room, Chase, and that dude made me believe we may never lose to them again. Now, of course, we probably will. But the way he acted, the way he reacted, the way he talked, the way that you could see it, it was like, oh, my God, we might not lose to them again. Last night, I was convinced by the end of that press conference that not only will we never beat Kentucky – that it's not humanly possible for us to ever get the talent that's even close to Kentucky. Now, you want to you wanna know why I'm a little aggravated? Because I was one of the ones that backed him very hard. I wanted him here. I thought he would be great here. And you want to know why I thought that? Because of the freaking recruiting, man. That's why I thought that. So when there's a question asked and the answer is, well, I mean, do you see them? I mean, we're basically, we're not going to, we can't, rec- I mean, if that's the measuring stick, you gosh dang right, that's the measuring stick. That's the measuring stick. Yes. Yes. Kentucky, Louisville. I brought you to recruit like Kentucky. That's why I brought you here. That's the measuring stick, coach. Yes, that team. (laughs) And it almost looked like the insanity to ask 
Well, I mean, you can't measure up against them. Well, you better be able to. Because that's who you need to compete with to win championships. And and then I don't even know that that's the one that bothered me the most. I think the one that bothered me the most was when we, when we talked about going into the transfer portal, which, let me be clear, that one is aggravating. But I'm like, hey, I could at least say, okay, you didn't think it was the right move before. You were wrong. But you know what? If you feel like it's the right move now, good on you. Good on you. You know, way to change. But then, in talking about the portal, and again, this is the one that got me more than any of them. You say, I have to keep it quiet because if I don't, bigger programs will come in and take those guys. Then you're not a good recruiter. That's what you just said. If you say, I have to sneak around and get guys because if John Calipari or if Bill Self or if anybody else finds out I want this guy, they're going to just come and take them from me. Then you're not a recruiter, man. And that's what I was sold that you were going to be was a recruiter. And in one fell swoop, you told me, I can't get that level talent. And if I go into the portal, it's not just Kentucky. It's basically any other program. Because apparently, I view Louisville as a pissant program. It's a top eight program in America, dude. We're Louisville. I know you can recruit, coach. I know I've watched you recruit other places. Why? When you were at Kentucky, did you view them like I can walk into the room and take anybody? And now that you've got the Louisville jersey on, you feel like in, you feel inferior when you walk in the room. That tells me everything I need to know about what you think about me. I mean, if, if I thought if I thought my wife or, or, or your husband or whoever you're with, if I was like, man, you got confidence with that guy. You know what I'm saying? And not like, and not with me. It would be like, okay, well then, what, then we're not. We shouldn't be together. Like, what's going on here, man? I mean, to me, in a season full of terrible press conferences, I think last night took the cake. I think it was the worst. And again, I was a big supporter of him. I mean, and I still would love to see him go on and do well. That would would be fantastic. But my God, dude. That's the one thing you can't say. Go in there and say, John, coach circles around me. Okay, whatever. But we brought you here to recruit, man. That's why I brought you here. I brought you here because I thought this game, the talent would look pretty close. Now, the coaching side of it we can get to because we do got some dudes here that, that can play. But it's like, come on, man. It's the one thing you couldn't say. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that there's a Rolodex of comments you can't make. 
And every time you go in and it's like a Plinko chip. It's like if this lands on this one, don't use like you can only say the one thing. There's only one slot here that you can't say. One slot that you cannot say. And I'll be dang if the Plinko chip doesn't go right in that slot every single time. Like, that's the problem. That's why fans are upset, man. There's no messaging here that gives me any hope for the future. So if you call in or I or I try to tell you, well, hey, you know, I do feel like, well, what if they landed? Because let me give you a realistic option here. A lot of guys on this team would, let's say Kenny Payne got a year three. A lot of this team will come back. You, let's say you got Carter Knox, and then you go into the portal. Well, that would be a good sale, honestly. Okay, well, that's not a bad sale. You just told me last night you can't do either of them because you just told me you can't get Carter Knox because Kentucky wants him, so you're not going to be able to get him. And then you told me you can't go into the portal and get guys – that are at the top because as soon as those guys at the top are going to go to another school. So like any type of sale job, I try to sell about why Kenny Payne could work in the future. You just cut off last night. Does that make sense? Yeah. I can't, I can't, you know. No, it's maddening. I I I know. It's maddening because like I said, I thought he would do well. Like yeah. I'm, I, I did. Like I'm not gonna hide from that. Mm-hmm. This is it's insane. Like like you keep, like he's the hardest person to help. Yes, that that is exactly that's the point. I think when you talk about press conferences, it's like if you're not winning, everything goes under the microscope. Especially what you say. Yes. And it and he doesn't. It's not like he could say anything that's going to. You know, turn the losses, turn people's attitudes all the way around because we're losing, and everybody's going to be pissed off that we're right, losing no matter what. Right. But you don't need to say anything else that's just going to just tear you farther down, push you all the way to You've the, got to the bedrock. Yeah. You know what? From ten to noon on ninety three nine The Ville for the last two years, mm-hmm. you've had friends that want to help you. Mm-hmm. For one, you've never used this platform to help. Which, uh, why, is beyond me. I mean, you had a safe place right here. And the next coach would, too. And the next coach, you could have went on with Mark Ennis. I mean, like, you have you have a, a spot here on 93.9. Like I said, Mark is not a guy, at the end of the day, Mark loves L. He's not going to get a coach on here and just, well, let me find a way to just to make this guy look like a total jackass. He's just not going to do that. Okay, so first, you had that. Secondly, I've looked for reasons to try to, hey, man, like, I, I, I mean, honestly, I wish I got the compensation and gear and everything that I think access, I think people think we get for U of L at times, but uh, it, it's, oh, well, the access is pretty good, but but everything else, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. but but here's the thing, man. It's, it's, I want, I love U of L, man. I'm going to, I'm going to, I don't care what coach it is, dude. I, I don't care. I'm going to try to back them, okay? 
until like Satterfield, when I thought it was over, I was like, okay, this is over, man. It's over. And I went at that. Well, once they made it clear it was, and I said, okay, well, let's find a reason to back him. Well, I think this is over, okay? I think this is over, in my opinion. We're done here. But for two years, man, you could have helped me out a little bit to try to help you out. Mm -hmm. And it's like every time you speak, I'm like, at some point, man, I'm tired of defending. Like, you know, and last night when I'm watching that, and and I mean, last night was not the breaking point for me personally. I mean, it's been before then. But my gosh, man. Yeah. Last night to me was just like, well, you've just cut off everything, dude. You've cut off everything. I mean, you you have just told us what you think about our program, man. And and, and I think Kenny, I, and let me be clear, I think Kenny loves this program. I just don't think he views it as a top job. And in my opinion, that's what you said in that press conference last night. You don't view this as a top job. And that's where I go from aggravated to pissed off. Yeah. Because I do view this as a top job. Because you love Louisville. Because I love this place, yeah. man. And this place is a top job. Yeah. And if you're in the if you're in the helm there and you don't see it that way, that's a problem, dude. Yeah, it's so that's it, a real problem. And it, yeah, it's like you said, the people that are criticizing he is now he wants transfers and now he wants like we let like I'll let that slide, like now that you change your tune, you want older transfers now. Like that's that's good. Like well, there's fine, no reason. Yes. Yeah, there's no reason to criticize good. that. I agree with that. that but, that's the one thing that is that's aggravating. Yes, but you okay, can let that pass. Good on you to say, hey man, I need some. But then in the next sentence, you can't tell me, well, hey man, I need to I need to go to the transfer portal, but. I can't go get the top ones because if the bigger schools come in, then screw it. Unless we can work this espionage mission where I can steal one of the top guys, nobody knows it. Yeah. It's just, it is, it was, it's a hope crushing statement. It is. Unfortunately. People have been waiting on a long time. Chris has been waiting the longest. Chris, welcome in, man. What's up, bud? What's up, Steve? What's going on, my man? As the kids would say, fuck. Everything you just said. Uh, and it sucks, so, and it sucks it is, but it is. So here's the problem. Everybody keeps saying the thing about the older guys. If you looked at Kentucky last night, there were many times they had four freshmen from high school on the court. The best player on the court last night was Shepard, and he's 17, 18 years old. So don't tell me that you need older guys to get it done. And Calipari's on there stroking him off. They're young, they're young. Calipari's young. They only, they only have two upperclassmen that really played last night. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I'm not, I'm not trying to hear that noise. And, man, I've been down with Kenny since day one. But last night was the first time I seen him tuck his tail and do everything opposite of what he told us. This team was going to be this year. He wasn't worried about older guys. He wasn't worried about age. Here's the problem. We keep saying give them time, give them time. Three years ago, we were number one team in the country. In three years, we have fallen to this, to the point where I wasn't even mad last night. I was like, they only beat us by 19. I'm not even upset about that. Mm-hmm. If we give him another year, that sets us back two years. Sets us back two recruiting classes. It has to get done. It has to get done now. We, we, don't, have anybody in the, in the port, we don't have anybody in the hole to come in next year as high school kids. We got one kid 
I'd be very surprised if what is it, TJ Robertson? I'd be very surprised if he stays with us. I mean, to my knowledge, I don't think he'll be here. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. every year we give him, it's going to set us back two years. This is the, the time frame that we're in now. Coaches can fix it in a year. They can fix it in a summer. We've got to get somebody in here who looks at us. Last night, the announcer kept saying, "When you used to come to Louisville, they used to start fearing your heart. That's over. That's gone. We got to get it back." I'll get off and I'll listen to you. Yeah, man, I I, I appreciate the call, man, for sure, for sure. Um, yeah, no, I mean, and I and I do I do agree with what he's with what he's saying there. Uh, let me see, Kelvin, welcome in, man. What's up? Thanks for waiting. Steve, I'm gonna tell you, man, I love you, and I'm gonna tell you why I love you, Steve. Okay, I'm listening. I love you because you love Louisville. I love you too, man. Bye. And I love Louisville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you, man, you said everything. You could hear the passion in your Steve. And I, and, I, and I go through the same thing. You know what? But, Steve, here's what I'm scared of. I'm going to get to the point where I don't care, Steve. Listen, I've been going to Louisville Games about five years old at Freedom Hall. My uncle Jim used to take me. And uh, I've seen Griff do his first 360. I've seen uh, take those uh, behind-the-back bounce passes from one end of the court to the other. I seen when Dirk came in as a seventeen-year-old, Lancaster Gordon, been through all of it. I seen Tyrone Zirkoy sixty-eight down at Zirkoy's high school, and uh, and I met him, man, and I knew he was tough. I said, "Damn, that boy can play." And uh, uh and so I've seen all the, I seen Montrez Hurl. I seen uh, you know, I seen all these great ones, man. I remember when uh, Charles Jones was our center. At six eight, you know. Remember when uh, Cornelius Holden decided he wanted to start rebounding and started getting all those rebounds, fourteen, fifteen, nineteen rebounds. Then Alice Mal started doing the same thing, and you know, I remember I was so frustrated with uh, uh with with Russ Dickless when he first got there because he would throw it away and make some crazy passes. And I and then me and my brother said, I said, man, what are we gonna do with this kid? Ended up being an all American. I told Luke Hancock in his face that I didn't believe in him at first. But then I went to the game early and I seen him with a medicine ball and I didn't know his shoulder was hurt. And if you ever wanna make me start crying, just play one shining moment and then I and, and play the part when Luke hit four straight three pointers and they said, Louisville has just took the lead. Yeah. Look, has just took the lead. And that dunk by Montez Hurl, oh, my God. What about when Peyton fell on the ground and was dribbling on his knee? What about when when Shane behind and was getting all those rebounds against Michigan? Just relentless, man. Just Man, we can go on and on. I don't think Kenny believes. Kenny came from Louisville, but Kenny's Kentucky, dude. Kenny, is, he's, he's got too many slip-ups, man. What about when he called the red-white day and the blue-white day? He's got too many slip-ups now, man. Calipari, I didn't even watch that crap last night, but I watched it on my phone, on the ESPN thing, and I was just looking at the, you know, the scoring, and I looked at it with 52 seconds left, Reed Shepard was still in the game. He, that Cal is, man, Kenny Payne is Kentucky. Kenny Payne don't even know how to say Louisville. He says Louisville. 
only people that call Louis, Louisville Louisville is people that don't know nothing about Louisville. He says Louisville. Louis. And then you ever notice that his press conference, he always builds the other team up. Arkansas. Is it any bad teams in America, Kenny? Everybody's a great team. Everybody's a great player. No. How many teams got to be scrubbed, Kenny? Well, Kelvin, that, that's that's the uh, I appreciate it, man. The, I think that's where my aggravation came from. I mean, with that comment too, is it's like, okay, if somebody calls in and says that, and they, and they say, okay, man, he's he's believes what you know, he's Kentucky, and I'm like, come on now, he's a Louisville guy, you know. But last night, you told me you think Kentucky is a better. I mean, is is and again, I'm not. There's nothing wrong with saying as much. As it makes me want to puke. That unfortunately in basketball they are a top two program, you know. I mean, like they that that's fine, but that doesn't mean I can't. I'm like top six, so it doesn't mean I can't compete with them, man. Like you know, like it, it was like Jurich always said, yeah, I can be little brother, but I'm six four two seventy. Like yeah, little brother can also slap you in the mouth every once in a while too. You know what I'm saying? So like, hang on now, and and that's that was I think the biggest issue was it's like you told me. You told me you think that that, I mean, that you felt like wearing that blue, you go in and you can recruit with swag. Now, now, now you don't. Now you go in and you try to sneak around so nobody knows what you who you're watching because maybe somebody in a Kansas shirt or a Kentucky shirt or somebody will say, "Hey, man, he's watching them, so I, I'm I'm going to take him." You know, and it's like I don't like that. Uh, Betty Betty Johnson Chad's been waiting for a long time, man. Let let, let me get him in there, man. Uh, Betty Johnson, Chad, what's up, my friend? Man, Steve, man, oh man! You know, I I, I love you, Steve, because you you are a man of the Louisville people, and there's stuff that you say, especially today, that just takes me back to those terrible times with Satterfield, and it's like like what you said before with with Brom is like I should be able to hear you talk and hear the the energy and the anger over a loss that I feel. But you should feel it more. Because mm. Why? Because you are the head coach. And I think what we got, unfortunately, is a Satterfield situation in basketball. Because I listened to him talk, and the only time I've heard him have bring energy or have energy was almost that first the first day the introductory day and it's been downhill steadily ever since and it's just he does he and you know it it just in short without going on and on it just like i just keep thinking i'm like man i love these players but god what would patino do with these players Mm, yeah and and you know why you can think that, Chad? Because we're a top six program. So when people are like, right. well, don't go zero to Patino, I'm like, no, yeah, I can. Because that's the that's the level of coach that I can go get here. You know what I'm exactly. saying? Like, like maybe not Patino. I mean, Patino, again, top three coach there. But I can go get a dude. Like, it's <laughs> not unrealistic if I'm like, right. well, hey, I might be able to go get Scott Drew. Well, Scott, well, Scott Drew won a national champ. Yeah, okay. And I could probably go get him. You know what I'm saying? Like, again, I, every situation is different, but – I'm just I'm just want to clear up when people are like, nah, don't go zero to Patino. I'm like, well, yeah, I can go zero to Patino. I'm a top six program, man. Right. It's just oh, it, it, like 
Like I just I just remember those days with Patino where it's like you could win or lose, you could go and listen to his, his press conference and you you feel like you're not only learning something about what he's seeing and what he's trying to do, but also that he is he is angry and pissed off about what just happened and that you knew we were gonna be better than the day before. And I just don't feel that way with Kenny. I feel that he's given up. Uh, uh, then I look at Cal's coaching tree. Cal's coaching tree is trash. And I, I think Kenny, recruiting-wise with Kenny, I think it's kind of the situation where you're a bully in a, you're a bully in a small pond, and then you take that bully out of the small pond and put them with other ki- other people, other bullies his size, and it's like whoa, 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 hold on, I, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm not really like that, and I think that is what's happened is that he got away from he got away from World Wide West, he got away from Cal, he got away from the NBA players that Cal is able to bring in and recruit, and not you know let's be honest, not really coach up, but. <laughs> Then he got away from all that and then realized, oh, now I have to actually go against Cal. I got to go against World Wide West, and I don't, I don't think I can do that. And I think that's where he slipped up and said, admitted last night. And I just, I'm just, I, and like I've gotten to the point with, unfortunately, I've gotten to the point with Louisville basketball, which is I just don't care. Uh, like I'm just, I'm over it. Mm. It's, yeah, I, like I didn't watch a bit of it last night. I was more interested in my fantasy football team than yeah. uh, in, in, in Thursday night football than anything going on at, at the Yum Center. And unfortunately, I think uh, and I and I was a KP supporter, but I think you, and then you listen to some comments that Jerry Eves makes about we've been a we've been a trash program since 2009 like what are you talking about yeah uh, yeah i'm like and, there's no way you can and, watch sports eves was one of the main people pumping up kp and then now we're here where kp's making 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 uh, similar statements and it's like well wait a minute kp was pump- i mean jerry eves was pumping you up before you ever got here uh and now you're saying similar stuff that jerry eves is saying and like i think I think y'all are on the same wavelength, and I think you really don't. I think I think you honestly, if you could go, you you'd leave. And I, I I'm looking for a Cincinnati situation to come your way and take our pain away. So that's all I got. Go Cards, Brown Squad. Let's go for sure, my please, man. <laughs> please. Uh, that that bowl game can't get here any sooner. I need brawl. <laughs> <laughs> I need some football, man. Uh, Betty Johnson, Chad, I appreciate you, bro. We got others on the line. There's never going to be a good time to take a break. Let's go ahead and do it now. Um, Patrick, Kenny, uh, somebody else calling in now. We will go straight back to the phone lines when we get back. So I know people want to talk today. So uh, middays with Mark Smith, night there in Underville. Looking for a rewarding career? One that empowers you to serve your community, change lives, and reach your fullest potential? Become a correctional officer for the Kentucky Department of Corrections and earn up to $28.30 an hour with great benefits. Help create a better, safer Kentucky. Apply today for a correctional officer position in your community at careers.ky.gov. That's careers.ky.gov. 
When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. Looking for extra cash this holiday season? You can make competitive pay as a day shift warehouse worker at UPS Worldport right here in Louisville. Learn more and apply today at upsjobsky.com. That's upsjobsky.com. Yeah, you better watch out. You better not try. You better not bow. I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa Claus is coming to town. He's making a list. Welcome back. Welcome back. Middays of Mark Maven here on 93.9 The Ville. It's another good, really calm me down, Chase. I like that. Just beautiful tunes and just remind me it's Christmas. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God it's Christmas. Yeah, that is, uh, that's awesome, man. So yeah, there's, uh, it's good stuff. Um, we will uh, go ahead. Uh, by the way, I do want to throw out there, Anna DeBeer announced she's going to be back next year this morning. So big that time. was fantastic. Yep. Yeah, that's big time news. So I mean they should be right back um right back in the thick of things and I believe the final four is here next year. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I mean there's a uh there's an opportunity there for a uh to win a national championship in your own building. Yes. And oh, that's hopefully. uh that's special, man. Yeah, that's that's really special. So Excited for that. Uh, Patrick, I think Patrick's been waiting the longest. We've got a full bank calls. Uh, Patrick, welcome in, man. What's going on? Hey, good afternoon. Thanks for taking my call. Absolutely. Um, I, I first want to start off by saying right now, um, Josh Hurd, um, I give him a, a C- minus right now uh, for the job he's done. I mean, getting Brom to Louisville as a football coach, I mean – I don't think that that was that hard of a sell. I mean, I really don't. I mean, give me, you know, the checkbook. And, you know, I think I could have closed that deal. I mean, I, you know, Braun wants to come home, you know, and it's not that hard of a sell. You know, I don't think you have to be that great of an AD to land that deal. So, you know, I think Braun's an awesome coach, and I'm glad he's here. It's great. But I don't think that, that was that big of a coup for Josh Hurt to do that. Um, you know, what he does and how he handles this basketball situation is going to be the telltale sign about Josh Hart. Yeah, he got Jeff Walls to stay and, you know, and sewed up our, our baseball coach. You I mean, know, those are great. That's quite a few you things, know. though, Patrick. <laughs> he, he, gotta, he, gotta he, also, he negotiated Chris Mack down. Yeah, and he's not that bad. I, yeah, he, but, I, I understand. But, I, I do understand you know, to an extent, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you don't handle this, I mean, if you don't take care of what's going on in our basketball program, that's huge. That's freaking huge. And, and I'm sorry, but I don't, at that point, if our basketball team continually sucks, you know, I, I'm sorry, you're not going to, you're not going to talk me off the ledge by saying, well, look at our volleyball team, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not because it just doesn't do it. Well, you know, basketball is super important, and, you, you know, you you got to handle this. Now, one more thing, and I'll, and I'll get sure, off. Sure. Um, Kentucky being, you know, a, the number two program. Kentucky has not won a championship in 12 years, okay? And Cal's not going to win another one while he's there. He does less with more 
than than any other coach in, in basketball. Now that and that much- Patrick, we agree with hundred percent. Because I told my wife last night, she goes, "Are they going to like win the title?" And I'm like, "Nah, he'll screw it up." Heck no, he'll yeah. find a way to screw it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I am and, with you there. <laughs> and it, it, if you remember when when Patino left Kentucky, you know, other than Tubby's first year, you know. It was lean times, Billy Gillespie years, and all of that until they finally got Cal in there. It was it was tough sledding at Kentucky. You know, the, the Patino hangover is a tough thing to overcome. And mm. you know, I, no, that's a good them, point. That's a good you know, point. It took them it took them two coaches before they finally you know got settled in. Oh. But you know, it's hard to say Kentucky's the number two program when they haven't won a title in twelve years and they haven't been to a Final Four. And, and almost 10. So, you know, I mean, that you know, it, that's a hard sell to tell me that Kentucky <laughs> is a top-two program. Listen, I, Patrick, I appreciate the call. I'm here for all the Kentucky slander. I will say that. Now, I, as far as Josh Hurd goes, let me be clear. I think I give Josh much more to see. It, it, it's very easy to say anybody could have got that Brom deal done, but anybody didn't get that Brom deal done last time. So... Uh, I just, I don't know. I'm like, I give him, for me, it's okay to say Josh has done a really, really good job, but this is probably the most important hire he's ever going to make. To me, those both can work together. Yes, but if you're begging for action right now, I get it. I understand. What if he, there's a well, lot I do of factors think he, where he could be handcuffed. Though. I agree with you know that. What I mean? But now I will say this now, Chase. I do agree with this. And I think Drew was kind of saying the same thing this morning. We are getting into, you need to say something now. I wasn't there before. Now I'm kind of getting into like, hey, man, we need to hear a little something. Yeah, and and if if it's keeping him for the rest of the year, like say something, give people some direction. But my thing is like, Mm -hmm. if he doesn't have an interim staff to promote into the role, do we really want Nolan or Danny being the, like, what good is that going to do? If he doesn't have that, then... Everybody that's like, if he well, needs to fire him today, or Josh Hurd's terrible, like you, he can't. He yeah. physically can't if he has nobody to coach. Well, in my opinion, it's nobody on the sideline right now. Exactly. Yeah. So. But yes, I get what you're saying. There, there's more to it than just letting him go. But after today, I, uh, Drew said it this way this morning. I agree. I think people had grace up to last night. Now, I do understand more anger is going to start being shifted towards that position the ad position but we'll see you know like i just i need him to but i i also don't think he's done a terrible job so uh kenny kenny welcome in man what's going on hey mark thank you uh for taking my call i've listened to you guys for gosh i think about four or five years and this is my first time calling in well thank you yeah Uh, thanks for calling man you know, uh, I've kind of listened to both sides of, of uh, whether to keep uh, Payne or not to keep Coach Payne, but I think last night kind of pushed me over the edge. And there's a couple of things that came out of that uh, press conference uh, and his reaction that were, were very telling. And uh, the first one is, um, you know, it came to his recruiting prowess. You know, that's one reason that – you know, I don't think Kenny Payne, of course, expressed it, but we thought, you know, that he was going to have great prowess in being able to recruit. And in, and in so many words, we, you know, he kind of admitted not to the degree in which we thought that he was, you know, going to be able to recruit. Now he has recruited some good players, but, you know, in so many words, my my thoughts last night from what he was saying, it was not 
not to the degree in which we anticipated. But even more telling, and, and this is really what's pushed me to the edge of, you know, whether we, uh, you know, make that change today, whether we make that change at the end of the year, I think one of those two things must take place. It's not going to do any good to make a change in between that time. Is that, uh, you know, he, Coach Payne is not a very uh, expressive person. You know, he's kind of low-key. But when he talked about Kentucky's players, it was like in, he was in awe of them. And no coach can afford, in my opinion, uh, to do that. You can respect your opponent, but it gives a lousy impression to fans when you're like in awe of the opponent. And that's the impression that I received. And, and that, that was most telling to me and very disturbing uh, to me. Uh, when it comes to, to Josh Hurd, to me, I, you know, my, and, and my thoughts are still that silence tells me that there's something in the works to make that change uh, either today or immediately after Christmas, giving, you know, plenty of time for that new coaching staff that, you know, he, he would have in place to prepare for Virginia. But, you know, of course, I could be wrong with that. But he does have to make, in my opinion, some type of statement uh, today because things have just fallen off the rail too far in regards to fans, in regards to that, you know, uh, very well-written article that came out in The Athletic. Uh, things have 20-point uh, beat down uh, to your rivalry. Uh, it's to a boiling point, and, and a statement needs to be made uh, either, like I said, t today preferably or immediately after Christmas, whether he is going to keep Coach Payne, whether he's not going to – or, you know, he has something in store now or whether he plans on rolling with Coach Payne uh, to the end of the season, giving him the full opportunity to the full uh, – you know, to see what he can do with, with these players. But something has to be done. Thank you for your time, Mark. Yeah, pre appreciate it. <laughs> just, Good job, Mark. That's me. I'm yeah. fine with it. Listen, yeah. nah, you know, I'm, I don't have to be that guy. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, he knows. His name's Steve. He listens to the show. But <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not, like some people have to do that. I'm like, you know what, man, I just appreciate you listening, dude. I don't have to be like, hey, my name's Steve. <laughs> no. Like, but, Mark, but I've been called worse things Steve. than Mark. Yeah. So. There's a couple good marks around here. Yeah. Louisville Lamont. <laughs> What's going on, man? Now, if Louisville Lamont called me Mark, I would be that would that would hurt my feelings. That would that would hurt my feelings. <laughs> What's up, man? What's up, man? Uh look. Kenny gotta go, man. I mean, oh. it's almost personal now. Because I've been riding with him hard ever since, you know, the, know. they they announced him as the hire. No, he he done peeled all my armor back, yeah. piece by piece. I can't defend him for nothing, and he's not giving us nothing, man. It's getting personal because the way when he opens his mouth in the press conferences, he shows Kentucky way too much respect, and he acts like we can't do anything here. Like we're just, you know, held down by – the aura of Kentucky, man, and that pisses me off more than anything. And as far as the jacket, he, they said he had blue and red jacket. You don't wear blue anytime you have a rivalry against Kentucky. I if he knows, be in the he knew that. I'm starting to believe the uh, 
the conspiracy theories like Diener and them was talking about. Is he an implant? Did they implant <laughs> him in the, the Manchurian Canada? So, yeah, I know. So did he can get us from the inside out, man? God damn, he's, I'm sorry. Oh, you're, you're fine. Starting Chase, to show me that. Chase dropped it. I think we're he's good. Showing me that, man. I know. I know. I'm, I'm going to get off here and let y'all, because you know what's in my mouth too bad. No. I'm going to get off here and, and listen to y'all. Lamont, I, I appreciate it, man. Yes, obviously we don't want to curse, but can, I understand the passion. Can I do a disclaimer, though, like real quick? Like yeah, yeah. Press, conference, press conferences aren't the reason that he's getting fired, but the aggravation is stemming from the press conference after we lose. There's plenty of basketball reasons. Well, it, it, it's to part, why he's oh not. yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, but it is part of the job, though. I mean, it is like, part there, of the job. there is part of it is rallying the press fans, conferences, yeah. man. Like, yeah, like they've got to be somewhat good, you know. <laughs> like, but like, but the real reason is the basketball. I just don't want to. I don't want it to be like. Oh yeah, yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. Yes, yes. Like the real reason is you've won nine games. Yes, in a year and a half, and yeah. we've lost some terrible games. And yeah, I mean, yes, I I agree. Um. Last one. Last one here. Michael, welcome in, man. F- finish this off for the day. Hey, no problem, Steve. Or is it Mark today? Yeah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> look, at this point, I don't care. What's up, man? Yeah, man, listening to you probably about 30 minutes ago, man, it, it was just you were saying everything that anybody that was back in Kenny that was a Cardinals fan had to say. I mean, there's just, like you said, none of the coaches on that bench show a fire. I mean, you want to talk about us having top programs, you know, when you had Patino. I mean, even Denny had a calm to him, but when he was mad, he would stop his feet, smack his program. I mean, he wasn't, you know, not as animated as some are, but he would get the job done because, again, at the end of the day, we talked about it, I think, at nauseum. We got talent on this team. We showed it in the first four minutes of the game. Mm-hmm. But when it comes down to, you know, demanding something out of these players, there is no accountability on this team. And I feel that, you know, you know, giving Huntley Hatfield the ball should be like the number one option over the last five games. The way he's turned he's been good. around. Yeah, he's been good. I mean, give him the ball. Yeah. Why not? Mm-hmm. Work from the inside out. Because here's what happens, and go back and look at all the games this year. This is what I feel is right after we got hit in the mouth, Trey White, Sky Clark, and James, every time they touch the ball, it's downhill. I'm going to get something, and I'm going to try to make something happen, and I don't care what everybody else is doing. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, you can't go from the, the philosophy of the team. You know, you can't just, you know, you can't win the game back by yourself. You know, and then then we turn the ball over. We miss some shots. James needs to get out of corner. He's not a three point shooter. You know, something has to change. Uh, I mean, uh, like I said, and then I didn't see the press conference. I've been hearing y'all talk about the press conference. Yeah. I probably have to go back and listen to the press conference because, again, if he said those things, I mean, you know, pull the rug out from under him and let him go. I mean, at the end of the day, because like I said, if you know, let's not even put the Patino spin on it. Sure. If you gave this team to Tom Izzo, mm. we would be a 21 team. Promise you. Because he is going to demand defense and rebounding out of every one of these players. And you're playing for 
the front of your jersey and you're playing as a team. And that would be demanded. Um, and if you're not, you're going to be over here sitting next to me. Uh, you know, let, uh, you know, let Perry get in there and play, you know, he, every, you know, he's only been playing in garbage minutes, but at least he gets out there and he's on the floor and he's diving and he's running hard. I mean, if you're not going to do that, I've been screaming for Tyler. I'm glad he finally put him in starting rotation. Cause that should have happened. Like after game, it should have happened after New York. Um, because, you know, I think what happened in the crux of the Kentucky game, we tried to match their speed when they started jabbing back. Yeah. And we, we were turning the ball over left and right because we couldn't play that way. You know, so we started playing their game instead of trying to play our game. So No, I think it's fair. Yeah. yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, like I said, we have some talent. If you're saying we can't get that top talent, we're a top-notch program. Um, you know, we're going to say we're, we're Louisville fans. We're going to say we're a top team program, whether we are or not, even if not, we're a top 20 of all time. Sure. So what do you mean? You can't go in when that article, uh, the guy that wrote from the Atlantic said it, it, when they were out there in the AAU world and in the recruiting trails and they're like, where's the U of L where's the U of L players. Well, well, and that, and that's what, at? That's what stinks, Mike. And I appreciate the call. I mean, that because it kind of confirmed. It's almost like that article came out and it was like, oh, surely not. And then he kind of confirmed it last night. It was like, oh, well, yeah, I guess that is probably listen, the truth. Michael, don't go listen to it. It's almost critical. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, 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 like, just let it go. Just take my word for it. We'll just. <laughs> we don't have to. Oh, have gosh. To All right, Chase. Thanks for sitting in today, man. Seriously. Yeah, I, I really appreciate you, man. Mm-hmm. The last couple of days, it's been fun. So, mm-hmm. um, Middays, Marcus, baby. Everybody have a good Christmas. Merry we'll Christmas. be back on Tuesday unless something crazy happens, and then we'll be back. So, we'll see. Middays, Merry Marcus, Christmas. baby. 93 now the Ville.